Bruce Jenner is now Caitlyn Jenner. Is the world truly celebrating her courage? Or is this story part of a bigger agenda? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And if you listen to my show, you know the stuff I talk about. Heavy stuff. ISIS and their roots in the CIA. The hidden audio of Assistant Secretary of State Victoria Nuland plotting a coup in the Ukraine that triggered the Civil War. Uh, I actually predicted that even when Edward Snowden came out with the metadata reveal that when the USA Patriot Act was set to expire in 2015, that metadata collection would be institutionalized, would be bigger and more permanent than ever. And that's exactly what happened this week. Obama signed the USA Freedom Act that does just that. But these are the topics that I tackle. And you can go to my website, MonicaPerezShow.com, find the podcast. They're uh, listed by subject. I've got show notes, but you know I dig into the heavy stuff. So when I saw the picture of Caitlyn Jenner on the cover of Vanity Fair, Caitlyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner of uh, Olympian fame, of the Kardashian show fame, uh, now Caitlyn Jenner in a corset on the cover of Vanity Fair, I just kept walking. I don't care about that stuff at all. I don't I was about to say I don't read People magazine, but I have to say if I'm in the dentist's office, I will read the People magazine. It's like crack. Like you just can't put it down once you open it. But but Vanity Fair, I have no use for it. Do not like that magazine. I wouldn't buy it. And I really wasn't interested in this story. But as the week wore on and it got increasing amounts of media hype, just hype, hype, hype. That kind of, you know, media le- real estate, like front pages and prime time on TV, that's not easy to dominate. They don't that I think of the media. I know it is the big mainstream international media. It, it, nothing gets on there if it doesn't have a bigger purpose. It's not. And the purpose was not to raise awareness of transgender issues. That's not it. I mean, a really a big purpose. So when I saw that it was a featured story all day, every day, I, you know, I couldn't help but notice that there has to be some, something going on. And I decided to dig into it a little bit. And I came up with a few things. And one of the, you know, the main thing that I don't like about stuff like that is I feel like it's presented in a really provocative, divisive way that is meant to pit us against each other, left versus right, rich versus poor, young versus old, whatever, whatever way the power elite, which is works arm in arm with the media, big, big international media, I think they they like to pit us against each other because then we don't we think it's us versus us and not really what it is, which is us versus them. So they take issues like this, I think. And they pump them up in the, like the least uh, helpful way so that people are kind of pitted against each other. And it works. You know, it works all the time. Now, this is actually a relatively minor example, but I think uh, there are a lot of other examples of that just purely for the sake of dividing us. And, um, 
And actually, the kind of tell is that these issues don't have to be divisive at all. Like you, these could be just non-issues if we didn't, if they didn't always kind of foreshadow some federal legislation down the road. And so I feel like it just does not have to be divisive issues. We don't have to decide what's going to happen in the world. We can just stick with the Tenth Amendment, which says these are states' issues. But I, whenever you see something like this, you know, get ready for some kind of uh, federal legislative implication. But I, I'm jumping a little bit uh, ahead on that. That's not on the agenda yet. But there, there are is also another reason that I think these issues get really pumped up and uh, emphasized, exaggerated, even is that uh, not only do they divide us, but they also, the powers that be also like to really abruptly change the culture. I think they, uh, they th- this is my kind of thesis about how, how it all works, that, that the American culture is based really <clears throat> above all else on the American experiment, which was unique in that the fundamental political unit was the sovereign individual and all all authority from the government stems from the sovereign individual and if you embrace this as the defining uh characteristic of being an american and you pass that on to your children and their children we can really defend the bill of rights against this kind of creeping world government i would say uh forever but if we are so divided that people who, uh, old older people, the previous generation compared to their kids, have a host of traditional beliefs, including this belief about the Bill of Rights, the American ideal of the sovereign citizen. The, the next generation, if they can label you as, or the older generation as haters, you know, as something bad, they can throw the baby out with the bathwater. So instead of picking and choosing how the culture Uh, should evolve from individual choices, organic cultural evolution, there's this, you know, big splash of divisiveness and, and people take sides, very polarizing. And then you can have this feeling of young people to want to distance from anything of the, of the older crowd. I've seen it happen in reality, my own family, like, uh, some of the kids just wanted to be as far away from my parents as possible. And as a result, they not only uh, stopped going to church, but also became you know, liberals. <laughs> My parents were super conservative and super Catholic, but you don't have to do everything at once. But I think that these really divisive issues jumble up in t- you know, big bodies of, of thought together. And, uh, and I feel like that's the problem. And I am not against organic cultural change at all. Like I'm not retro. I don't want to go back to the fifties. I I think that uh, organic change happens from demographic changes, from technological changes, from transportation to birth control. I mean, really changes the culture. Ideology changes probably as a result of those things. Uh, and I, I've, I've benefited from that. Like I saw my parents, my mother had nine kids. My father is kind of domineering and she had no power. And I feel like she was not happy. And I, I took the lesson and I thought I need to make sure I have economic independence. I feel like an equal in my marriage. I mean, these things, which really, when I hear my mother talking, she was a, you know, depression era child 
these were not options for her. This was, you know, she couldn't take that path. She had no way out even after she, she felt underwater. So I benefit from cultural change and I value it, but I, I resent it when I feel like it's sensationalized, accelerated, uh, you know, guided just to disturb people, to freak people out. Now, do I think that Caitlyn Jenner is doing this to freak people out? I definitely don't. Do I think that she's maybe doing it to make a buck a little bit? Uh, I think that 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 is probably a piece of how this is becoming so sensationalized. I I actually hadn't thought of that until I read a New York Post article that really got into it, uh, really accused Caitlyn of being the most shameless Kardashian of all. But then I watched the Diane Sawyer interview of Bruce Jenner, and she led the interview with that. She said, people think this is a publicity stunt, which I still thought was kind of an outrageous thing to say. But uh, but he was but some of the things he said about it were kind of funny. Like he said he has not gotten a sex change operation. He has not decided to. And if he does, he won't tell anybody. It'd be far in the distance. And that is not how the story is being reported. I have I printed out, just by coincidence, a Fox News story about this, which said he's the most famous person, or she, to undergo a sex change operation. But he hasn't had a sex change operation. There's, like, that was, I was surprised at that. Um, he's 65 years old, biological father of six. I did some research on this, and and people are born this way. So this is something that generally is identified pretty young. So that was a little strange. His first wife said, that's no way he's a man's man. So there are a lot of conflicting stories around, um, uh, his now I don't diminish in any way, uh, his right, her right to do whatever, uh, that that he chooses i really do not at all and even if he's doing it for marketing i don't care he's got a reality show coming up in july caitlin sorry the caitlin jenner has a reality show coming up in july and uh i'm more power to her that's totally fine but i feel like uh the story isn't as sympathetic as it should be because there are a lot of transgender people who are um, persecuted and have a lot of problems and and dignity and don't don't do this. This doesn't necessarily benefit. Yet we are kind of set up to have to have this uh, immediate response. You have to like, get in the habit of calling her a she right away or you're a hater. You know, there's a lot of um, demands being made by how you react to the story and I find it, uh, you know, I find it a little bit manipulative. And when I try to talk about this stuff, people tend to really be polarized. Libertarians come out on both ends of the spectrum. But but you can see people have strong, I was surprised to find, like on my Facebook page and stuff, how strong, strongly people feel about this issue. So I'll tell you my thoughts about it, how I think libertarians do have... Uh, a wide range of opinions on it. I want to know what you think. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. I am the Libertarian on WSB from 3 to 6 every Saturday afternoon. I'm talking about the Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner story. I can't even remember how to, you know, you're really supposed to call, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner or she or whatever. Like there's a, so much 
import into the words you use. And that's part of the thing. It's almost like a setup. It's that's what I don't like about it. But I do. I have really searched my soul about um, my position on current modern day issues of sexual morality in this culture, in the world. I'm a libertarian, hardcore libertarian, anarcho-capitalist, actually. So I think the, I don't believe in the modern state. I, I do accept the concept of government, but I think it can be done without coercion. Um, I'm a Catholic, practicing Catholic. My kids go to super hardcore Catholic school and I'm a mom. And I, I think about the reality of culture, not just, you know, in libertarian theoreticals, but uh, I've had to do some soul searching and come out uh, where I have come out on this issue. And it's got some nuance. I'm going to tell you about it after the break. I'm also going to get to some calls. Alan wonders how long it'll be before we have to start paying for these operations. And John has a good question. What locker room would I have Jenner use? I'm going to give my libertarian perspective on those questions. So hang on, Alan and John get you after the break. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Maybe it's something really cool that I don't even know about. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I'm the Libertarian Voice on WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And I'm talking about the Caitlyn Jenner story, and I knew it was going to be controversial because no matter what I wrote over the past few days on Facebook, literally like from one end of the spectrum to the other, I like to put out questions for discussion. Like I like to tease out the nuances, question assumptions. I I am very clear on my uh, view that that Caitlyn Jenner should be able to be whoever she wants, be called whoever she wants, do whatever she wants. I don't care. I'm a total libertarian. Do it. Furthermore, even though I am a Catholic, uh, I have really searched my soul about the... Uh, their what they teach about sexual morality and i i have had to conclude i mean i look at my own self my own life and i think of what why am i a happy stable productive person and there were two big reasons one is i uh my husband gives me unconditional love like he just It's not like I have to answer to a boss and tailor my thinking to what's, you know, the PC thing. I can just be myself, explore my own interests, and he doesn't care. He just loves me for who I am, and it kind of took the pressure off so that I could try to be the best person that I am. And then other uh, another thing was that I always smoked a lot. I was a little bit overweight. These are what in the Uh, Easy Way to Stop Smoking book that I read said are the dark shadows. You go to bed thinking about it, you wake up. These are finite things that really bother you about who you are. And you can, you know, you need to resolve that. So I look at that and I think, uh, you know, the Catholic Church says you can't uh, have a, a, like, gay marriage, but you can't even have an active homosexual relationship. And I just, I feel like God wouldn't make you a way that he doesn't want you to be. And that you can't be happy. I really believe this. And I know a lot of people disagree with me, but I don't believe that you can be happy if you are, you know, not true to yourself and not in a, 
you know, that you that you are have to deny yourself the loving relationship that you want to have. So I don't think you can have happy, well-adjusted, productive people if they have to deny, you know, their their fundamental essence of who they are. So I, I actually differ with the church in that. I don't feel like it's my job to try to change the rules of the church. I mean, if you're inside the church, you think it's the only, uh, you can only get salvation through the Catholic Church. I mean, that is a problem. But I also, with the church, your ultimate guide is your conscience. You have to have uh, a clean conscience. And I really consulted my conscience on it. And I and I do not think that it is possible to uh, be a healthy, happy person like God wants you to be to deny the person that he made you. So that's my viewpoint. But I... Um, and I'm also a libertarian, so I would never think of legislating uh, against any of this stuff. Definitely not. Um, I do care about culture, but to me, culture, I emphasize how we treat each other, ethics, values, rather than, um, you know, what in a legal sense would be called victimless crimes. Like I, the values I teach my kids, the things I care about the most is that they always put their ethics first. They don't screw people over, that kind of thing. That's very important to me, and it's very important to me that the people in my community feel that same way so that my kids see that that's the norm, that's what's desired, I'm not an outlier, they don't need to rebel against me, that this is what, how we are. So I have my thoughts about culture, I have my thoughts about these issues, but, uh, you know, what I what I say if I question the assumptions about uh, the, the approach that Caitlyn Jenner chose to take or why the media treats it in a certain way, um, or even bring up the idea that culture and law are two totally different things. And as a libertarian, we can, you know, libertarians can have all sorts of different viewpoints about culture. We share this idea that the government cannot, uh, can't legislate on that. And, and our founders had the same idea. The 10th Amendment says anything not delegated to the Constitution or prohibited by it, uh, is up to the states, and that includes the police powers. And the police powers aren't just the police. It's health, safety, morality, education, individual welfare, as opposed to general welfare. All that stuff is supposed to be at the state level. So these issues tend to take on a national character because the federal government gets involved in the in uh, making laws about how we uh, uh, have to accommodate or not or whatever in private institutions, that kind of thing. And that's outside the scope of the feds. And it's what makes this a national issue. But no matter what I say, I'm, I know I'm going to get uh, get some flack. But I'm going to go to Alan in Atlanta. Hi, Alan. You're on with Monica. Hi there. Uh, start off with welcome to America. Be what you want to be. Um, I have no problem with it whatsoever, as long as I do not have to pay for it. But there are many questions that will come from this, as in, are we going to start paying for gender changing? When you go on a date, do you need to have uh, a medical certification stating that he was bo- or he, he or she was born what they were? Are the dating sites going to list, you know, that this guy at one time was a female or, or vice versa? Um like I said, it's it's his choice. As long as I don't have to pay for it, I can always turn the TV off and never watch it. But you know, this is—I uh, have a feeling that later on down the road, we're going to be paying for this. I did just get a tweet from Dean saying we are we already pay pay for some. 
Chelsea Manning, who was that government leaker, was paid after leaking government documents. Chelsea Manning is in jail, but got, uh, I guess, she already got a ch- an operation is not just living as a woman. I think they require you. I spoke to a Swedish nurse who takes care of these patients in Sweden, and she said that they have to live as a woman for two years. So I don't remember when Chelsea Manning became Chelsea Manning, but uh, this guy, Dean, is telling me, tweeting to me that we do already pay for it. I'm going to go to John. John, you're on with Monica. Hi, John. Or, hi, Monica. <laughs> How uh, you doing? I, I really appreciate your show and, 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 and your perspective. And I, um, uh, you know, I, I look to you as a fledgling uh, libertarian, I look to you for advice on this, on this subject. And I guess my question is, uh, is similar to Alan's question in that, how are we going to define the rules of behavior for transgender I folks? love that you asked this question because we only need to define these rules. Your initial question was what locker room would uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, um, Caitlyn Jenner use? And my answer would be that if you had a truly free society, you could make your own rules. You could have a, um, like I have... Let me start with this. My son, who's 12, has Down syndrome. And yesterday, my kids, other kids' school had first Friday mass. I took him. He had to go to the bathroom. I had to take him into the women's room. And he's like almost 13. But he can't go to the bathroom by himself. But he's a big kid. And there's little first grade girls there. I was super duper bummed. But I had no choice. So for me personally, I would love to have individual bathrooms everywhere. But you look at things like that that are mandated universally. For example, I had a friend who wanted to open a hair salon out of like a small building. And he couldn't because he was required to build a handicap ramp, even though he had no handicapped customers at that point. He, he simply could not pay for that. And so he could not open his own business. So when you mandate, you know, I'm not saying I, I, I have a handicapped son. I would love to accommodate all of his handicaps universally. But uh, I, I feel like in a free society, people can uh, niche businesses or whatever can make an emphasis of catering to it, can treat it however they want. Like if you are in a college, you could have individual bathrooms. I mean, you could make your own rules. It could be equipment-based, you know, if it has a urinal and you can use the urinal, then that's the bathroom that you should choose. You know, I feel like we don't have, see, that's why this becomes so divisive because we all have to get together and make these decisions as one because it's going to affect every single one of us. But, you know, I mean, do you think that this is too theoretical? I, 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 Yes, I, in that, uh, you know, right now this is not very widespread, but um, you, as, as with a lot of these um, uh, liberal ideas, uh, as time goes by, they appear to become more and more widespread. And if this truly does become pervasive in society, I, I think we're going to have to have some way to define the, the, the um, components that, that Alan was speaking of, for instance. Uh, and you can shed body parts if you want to, but you can't get rid of the Y chromosome if you were born with it. And so maybe that's the way we define gender. There are some, the Swedish nurse I was talking to, who said that there are cases, many cases, from if I, it was translated, so <laughs> we had a translator, so I'm not sure I got it right. But I think there are some, if not many, cases where there are chromosomal differences, extra you know, extra sex chromosomes. I know that that is one that can be an influencing factor. So I think I talked to also, I talked to a conservative, super conservative Catholic priest. I was so surprised at what he said. He said to me, if there, that, that we may be able to solve this, this 
uh, you know, I, I don't want to call it a problem. I don't think it's a problem, but we might be able to address this issue by uh, looking at it as something outside of the, you know, the nomenclature that we already use. I don't know if that's offensive or what, but I think the idea was that we can address the specific needs of these people uh, to the extent they need any any special accommodation, like during a transition period or whatever. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like the individual system, the free system, would uh, would accommodate changing changing cultural norms. It certainly is going to be a challenge. <laughs> Thanks, John. I'm sorry if I'm not satisfying. And I've got to tell you, honestly, my my problem here is uh, that. Uh, I think it's a complex issue. People said to me on the Facebook page, why are you talking about this? And honestly, you know, I really did not want to because it's, I like to analyze stuff. I like to figure out the right answer. I like to know what's going on, which is why I was immediately like, hmm, some of the stuff he said was funny in that interview with Diane Sawyer. And maybe they just put it out there to make people focus on that. You know, maybe I fell for that. I don't know. But I am really trying to figure out the nuances of this without being told how to think by a media that, in general, I don't trust. Uh, but also, I have absolutely, I, I would never encroach on someone's individual rights. That is my, my number one touchstone. And I stick to that. But, uh, but there are some subtleties here that are kind of hard to express, I think. So we're, let's tease them out during the show. Brett in Bold Springs, who is a regular listener and frequent caller. So if you've heard him, I'm sure you're going to be looking forward to his discussion. He tweeted to me, you are so wrong about this. If you want to tweet at me, too, you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. I'm going to get to Brett next. Also, give me a call, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. It is 86 degrees outside the studio right now and a 9 on the Mellish meter. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. We are continuing down the road of this highly controversial subject of Caitlyn Jenner uh, I, she, formerly known as Bruce Jenner, came out on Vanity Fair's cover as a woman and saying, you know, announcing her new name, Caitlyn Jenner. And it, and it's an issue people are engaged in because we have allowed social cultural issues to become, uh, the subject of national politics and policy. And I, I do object to that, but Brett objects to apparently everything I said. So I'm going to go to Brett and Bold Springs and let him have it. Let him have at it. I'm not going to let you have it. Go ahead. Give it to me. All right. What's up, Monica? All right. Look, you're missing the bigger picture. Okay. What is it? The bigger picture is this. And you said something at the beginning of the show. You said you don't like these type of topics because they're divisive. that pits us against us versus us against them. Correct? Yes. The fact of the matter is, there's a lot of us against us, and you cannot expect a group of people to stand up for individual liberty if they think the person standing next to them doesn't deserve individual liberty. So these, these topics are important because they need to be talked out. You saw what I posted on Facebook on, on, on your comment section. You saw what that guy said. 
Yeah, and somebody who was on the other side of it just posted something super unbelievably mean to me, you know, like like so. But but the point is, the point is, is there there is that type of thought out there, and it's not just about caves; it's about all kinds of stuff. Well, let me just say one thing because I really want to have this this conversation with you because we can actually talk to each other rationally without saying you know cursing at each other. I the the thing about the the divisive issues that I want, that I really care about. So when still Bruce Jenner was talking to Diane Sawyer, he said he was a Republican. And I, people like, oh, whatever, that's crazy. How could he do that? What I think is the problem here is your belief, your understanding of the correct economic system, which is a part of your political viewpoint should have nothing to do with this i agree civil liberties you know i'm a libertarian fiscal conservatism civil liberties and a just war um are the three tenets but look brett i think i'm going to hold you over to the long segment so we can have this conversation you available yes ma'am okay anybody else wants to call and chime in 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK this is monica perez for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.